0: 105.9 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059, tweet us at 105.9 The Region, or email us at info at 1059theregion.com.
1: You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome to On the Market. This is York Region's exclusive radio real estate show, I'm station manager, Tina Cortez, and my co-host and real estate expert is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif.
2: Good morning, Tina.
1: I know we're just at the end of September, but I thought, why don't we take a quick review of annual sales? What do you think? Let's do it. I
2: mean, at the beginning of the year, I know we had projected 92,000 sales for the year 2020. And just to give our listeners some background as to why we projected that in 2018 we had an off year, and we sold 78,018 properties. Last year was a bit of a bounce back year, and we sold 80,000, sorry, 87,754. So quite the increase year over year. But we were always in that 90,000 range. 100,000 was a phenomenal year. And that's why I had said this year. Look for sales to increase by about five thousand, and we're going to get back into that ninety-two thousand range. And we got twenty twenty. Can we can we say that? Can we say we got twenty twenty? Is that going to be a thing now? <laughs>
1: <So>. <laughs> we did, didn't we? Yeah, you did. You said it. Go for it.
2: <laughs> All right. So, you know, looking back, let's look back to. I mean, the September numbers will come out in a few days, and and we'll see how we fared. It's going to be another strong month for sure. At the end of August, Tina, you know, we're sitting at fifty-seven thousand seven hundred and fifty. That's after two and a half months of us pretty much shutting down. out the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the last four months of 2019, if you count the number of sales for those last four months—so September, October, November, December of 2019—we sold twenty-seven thousand six hundred and fifty-four properties. If we add that to the fifty-seven seven fifty that we've already sold we will finish the year at 85404 so down about 2.5%. And if I said to you, hey, we're going to take two and a half months off and finish at you know, roughly around the same number that we had last year, I think everyone would have taken that. For sure. If you think of the strength of the market coming out of the pandemic, so from June to August, if you look at the numbers, it was phenomenal. We averaged 10,168 sales per month from June to August. Now, suppose, Tina, that we don't hit that 10,000 mark for September, October, November, December. Let's say December is going to be quieter, but what if we average 8,500 sales per month over the last four months? If you count that, that's 34,000 sales that we are expecting. Add that to the 57,750, and guess where we end up? Mm. 91,750. So pretty much the 92000 that we had projected, how's that for a bounce back?
1: That's a great bounce back. It's really encouraging in terms of the economy. But are you hearing from your buyers and sellers out there that they are a bit frightened, a bit reluctant, a bit um, apprehensive about investing at this time because they don't know what their employment status is going to be for the rest of this year or into 21?
2: So that was the case throughout... May, June, even into July, but confidence has started to return. And as we got through September, we had a couple of lean weeks in August. September, you know, the beginning, everyone was worried about back to school, what they're going to do with the kids. Are they doing online? Are they doing in person? But as September started to roll through the mid part and even heading into the end of the month, we've seen sales increase. And that's a great sign that shows not only are people confident, but they're taking advantage of the low interest rates. So the Bank of Canada didn't touch the interest rate last month, and that really helped us because that kept the rates low. And people aren't going out and buying more than they can afford. They're buying within their means. And that's a great sign as well because they're not overextending, even if the rates went back to more of a normal rate. And more of a normal rate right now is, you know, people are, people have paid, the 18%, 19% back in the 80s are going to laugh when I say a normal rate might be 3.5%. Because right now, people are getting mortgages for under 3%. And that keeps it very affordable.
1: Now, you're always a glass-half-full kind of guy. Are you then feeling encouraged, feeling optimistic as we head into the end of 2020?
2: I am. And even through the COVID pause, I mean, it was frustrating. It was nerve-wracking. But when you look at what happened with the pent-up demand, and we were expecting demand to continue through because, again, it was just a pause. A lot of people were laid off. It really affected their financial situation during those three months and, and possibly moving into the next six months after that because of how much income they had lost or did not recover through the CERB programs. But now, as things are settling in as people are getting back to work, as people are finding more cost-effective ways to work. There's a lot of people working at home, and you know, one of our clients was telling us they're saving about $500 a month on 407 charges, parking, and gas. So that's $500 more disposable income that they have now, and they're still at their same job, their salary's the same, they've been rehired or been called back to work, but they're saving $500 a month, and there's a lot of people out there in that same position. There are going to be people out there that you know, may have to sell a home or they may have to downsize. But on the flip side, there are people out there that are saving $300, $500 a month.
1: After the break, a view of the market from RBC. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us.
0: More with Asup Khan and Remax Prime Properties when we come back.
1: At KS Floors, the only result we will accept is a satisfied customer. Our team specializes in interior finishing and designs. Our meticulous process ends only when you are completely satisfied. KS Floors has the suppliers that can be counted on for quality and the installers you can trust. Even in the current environment, we can safely provide a quote and installation, so you have the confidence to move forward with your home improvement projects. For information or to schedule an appointment, go to ks or call us at 416-566-7523. Beautiful flooring,
3: expertly installed.
0: Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region.
1: You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm Station Manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties with today's guest. Asif, over to you.
2: Thank you, Tina. We have with us Robert Hogue. Robert is the Senior Economist at RBC Economics. Robert, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Robert, I've been reading some of your articles, and I love how you put this. The market is Supercharged. Tell our listeners what you meant by that. Well,
4: I mean, ever since uh, no, we saw the reopening of the economy and uh, the, the easing of social distancing measures, we saw both buyers and sellers returning to the market uh, after you know, having a, taking a little bit of a timeout during the uh, March and April period. And by June, and especially July, we saw activity ramp up to the point that overall in GTA in July is setting you a new record high for the number of uh, uh, homes uh, being uh, sold. And um, it, August was also a very strong month, uh, again, like going at, at close to uh, to record level. So clearly, you uh, know, there's more comfort now than there was uh, the early stages of uh, the pandemic, um, you know, we're getting used to, uh, to work with, uh, with a, you know, a little bit more distant between each other, but also you know, wearing masks and, and you know, uh, respecting uh, the new protocols. And, and this is translating into a, a fairly significant uh, rebound in, in home resale activity.
1: Now, as Asif suggested, you called the summer market supercharged. How would you characterize now that we are officially into fall? What do you anticipate?
4: Well, a good part of the rebound, in in our view, was due to pent-up demand, right? Because a lot of transactions that would have taken place at the end of March and through April, and I would argue through most parts of May, uh, were were put on hold for a period of time and then took place uh, through the summer, uh, our view is that this kind of pent-up demand probably has worked most of its uh, – uh, most of the pent-up demand has worked its way through by uh, – probably by September, and uh, so that by October and later in the year, we do expect uh, activity to, to ease. Now, I'm not suggesting that the, the market is about to crater or anything like this, but now keeping in mind that we're just coming off – you know, exceptionally high levels because the market was catching up. Now, there's going to be less catching up to do. We're expecting kind of a, a lower baseline
2: through the end of this year and into uh, next year. how has this affected pre-construction in terms of uh, you know the number of cranes that are out right now? Has it delayed any? And how much of an impact has this had on inventory or the lack of? Well, what we've
4: there was the that- Covid-19 did did you know uh, cause some disruption in in, in construction and uh, pre-construction sales as well. What uh, we saw since um, May, June, and especially in, in in July and August was that uh, the pre-construction market has, has has reflected what's happening in the existing uh, uh, home market very, very strong demand, especially for, uh, like, single-detached homes and and other kind of uh, low-rise properties. Uh, On the condo side, uh, things are – the market is a little bit more hesitant, certainly, in the existing home uh, market. Uh, We saw uh, a lot more listings showing up on on condos, so there might be a little bit of
1: uh, –
4: I don't know, perhaps a little bit of concern on the supply side that there might be – a Quite a bit for for a period of time. Keeping in mind that you know COVID nineteen has has affected the rental market quite uh, considerably, uh, and um, so quite likely that investor investors condo investors are, are are a little bit hesitant at this point. But but otherwise, low rise uh, we saw uh, uh, very strong uh, demand, very strong pickup in activity. Um, and um we have to expect that this is probably going to uh, continue to be the case for a little bit longer
1: now Robert you've been quoted as saying that the sales of freestanding homes vastly outpaced condos, and why do you think that is
4: well a lot of the a lot of it has to do with uh now who was impacted mostly by covid nineteen and and it's been mostly uh uh people individuals at the lower end of the income scale so those with uh, uh lower income uh so and those tend to be primarily renters uh and so uh, uh, we have seen some some evidence that uh, rents are, uh, have come ta- come down over the last uh, few months and and i guess the 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 um uh, the domino effect is, is that uh, for condos, which is now, condos, over the last uh, several decades have been the main uh, uh, new uh, main source of new uh, supply for for the rental market. Uh, and uh, so, with a rental market that's cooling, we're seeing some some uh, demand that's still growing. And when you compare it to a year ago for for condos, but not quite as strongly as it's been for for low rise. Uh, uh, home category. So at the same time, on the condo side, as, as I just mentioned, that we're seeing a bit more supply picking up. So um, there's probably going to be a little bit less uh, on a relative basis uh, less on the condo side, more on the low rise, single detached semis, and,
2: uh, and, uh, and townhouses. Robert, one more uh, question, and this is to do with foreign investment. When the foreign investment does come back, and when, one, I want to ask when you expect it to come back, and part two of the question, how is that going to affect our supply and demand ratios? Because right now, we're almost lucky that foreign demand has tailed off a little bit, but with everything else happening you know, around the world, the GTA seems to be where everyone's interested in investing. So when foreign demand does come back, how do you see that playing out?
4: Yeah, well, that's very... Difficult to get a clear uh, line of sight. You know, keeping in mind that uh, probably uh, border restrictions are likely to stay, to be around for for a while, right? I, I can't imagine that uh, the Canadian government will start uh, uh, easing those uh, very quickly as long as there are some some uh, COVID cases out there in the world. So, uh, it, it, it's. Difficult to see how a foreign investors or when foreign investors are going to uh, make their their way back into uh, uh, into the market. That's one uh, aspect of it. The other aspect is not as much as foreign investors, but new Canadians. What we saw is immigration has fallen quite uh, significantly over the last few few months. Now we do expect that to pick up eventually, but again, the timing is very difficult to. Uh, to gauge at this point, uh, the odds are it's probably going to take, uh, uh you no know, possibly up to, to a year, maybe a little bit more for uh, the level of immigration that we had pre-COVID will, will return. So it makes it for a fairly complex and difficult to, to predict.
2: Great insights, as always, Robert. Thank you so much for joining us, and we look forward to having you on again and wrapping up 2020. Well, it's been my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Robert, if people want to read your articles that you've put out on behalf of RBC Economics, where can they find them?
4: Oh, we have a great website on rbc.com slash economics where we put all our economics uh, report out, including everything we do on housing.
1: That's terrific. Thank you for joining the show. When we come back, we tackle your questions. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us.
0: Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him 416 985 Khan. That's 416 985 5426. Or email ossif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 1059 The Region.
1: Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 1059 The Region. Time now for our listener questions, and the first one comes from John in Maple. He wants to know your take on the commercial real estate market. Is now a good time to sign a lease for his small business? Asif, what do you think?
2: John, that's a great question, and, you know, thinking back to the start of the pandemic and and businesses downsizing or closing down, I think one of the things I mentioned was the segment that's going to get hit the hardest is going to be commercial, and that's because people have figured out that they can have their employees work from home and they don't need that large footprint for their businesses. And now is a great time to sign the lease because there are so many vacancies in commercial real estate that you'll be able to get a pretty good deal. And if you're signing for five years or 10 years, even better. Landlords are looking to lease out space because they've been given notice by a lot of retailers, factories, especially businesses like in in the industrial and service sector that have figured out that their employees can all work from home. They're giving up their larger spaces and uh, either leaving their leases altogether or downsizing.
1: So do you have a specialist in your office that deals specifically with commercial leases and commercial property?
2: That would be me. Oh, I uh, actually got into real estate for commercial. And, you know, I came from a, a franchising background, so I used to do franchise sales, leasing, and uh, I just love the residential aspect of it and added that, but I still do a lot of commercial.
1: Our next question is from Connie in Thornhill. Do you think she should try to sell her home in late October or early November or wait until the spring 2021 market? Asif, what do you think?
2: With the strength of the market right now and the pent up demand we have and limited inventory, I would say. October, November would be a great time for you to hit the market. What you don't know is what's going to happen in the spring. Right now, we know that we don't have a lot of inventory. There's still people out there looking for a place, and interest rates are really low. So you want to hit the market when it's favorable favorable for a buyer to be able to you know, take on a new property or, or purchase these properties, and with the low interest rates, and the limited inventory, this is a perfect time for you to hit that market.
1: Asif, for listeners want to connect with you directly, how can they do that?
2: Tina, they can give me a call at 416 985-Con. That's 416
1: 985-5426. Now, usually at this point in the show, we share details of this week's hot listing, but this week we want to showcase a good cause in our own backyard. Asif? Thank you,
2: Tina. Joining us today is Leslie Sims, the Director of Resource Development for 360 Kids. Leslie, welcome to the show.
3: Thank you, Asher. It's great to be here.
2: Leslie, tell us a little bit about the Run for Refuge and what this means to 360 Kids.
3: Well, the Ride for Refuge is a new virtual fundraising opportunity that we're partnering with to be able to have so many community members out there still continue to help raise valuable funds uh, for 360 Kids but doing it virtually in a safe way while adhering to social distancing uh, rules that we have out there. And so you can do whatever activity that you would like to do, and that's what's so unique about the Ride for Refuge. Is If you want a bike ride around your community, if you want to just walk, maybe you want to get your family together and go hiking in uh, the forest and the backwoods, you can do that all in a safe manner by raising funds for 360
2: Kids. Well, that's awesome. And... This takes place on October the 3rd. And yes, that's
3: right. You can actually, uh, it's, it's a national event across the country on October the 3rd, but because it's virtually this year, you don't actually have to do it on the 3rd, although we're gonna, many people are going to be doing it across the community. If, you, if it's more convenient for you to do it leading up to the 3rd, that. That's what makes the Ride for Refuge so easy and flexible this year, is you can do it leading up to it or on and join us on October the 3rd this year.
2: And, Leslie, for our listeners that don't know what 360KIDS is, tell us a little bit about your organization.
3: So 360KIDS has been around for over 30 years here in York Region, providing a host of support services, mostly to vulnerable and at-risk youth. Uh, Throughout the region, we offer quite a number of support programs, ranging from housing, like emergency housing programs, uh, transitional housing, employment programs. Uh, We have vital counseling programs for young people who want to talk, you know, one-on-one with our professional counselors. Uh, We have residential homes. Um, We do early years programs, so we are not early years, more like after-school programs um, and early intervention programs, as well as we offer a housing program specifically for young females coming out of human trafficking in our region.
2: That's awesome. And where can listeners follow and followers donate and learn more about 360Kids? So they
3: can absolutely go to our website at 360kids.ca or they can go to the Ride for Refuge. Um, their website is rideforrefuge.org and uh, they can click to uh, find 360Kids, our team page. They can register their family, they can register as an individual, or maybe you want to get your company involved by putting together a team. So many companies nowadays are looking for ways to engage their employees, and this allows you um, and the teams to kind of have some fun, do the activity that is interesting for you, and at the same time, again, helping to support our vulnerable work uh, that we offer to young people. Certainly during the times of covid um, everyone has been impacted, but no more so than charities across uh, the country who have had to cancel fundraising events that have traditionally been in-person, but that raised valuable um, funds to be able to keep programs running. And so this is a way that uh, many of us are trying to continue to support our most vulnerable by, by doing virtual fundraising events and still working with our community to help us raise those funds so that we can keep those programs running um, and being able to serve serve our clients uh, on a
2: daily basis. And your friends at Remax Farm Properties are looking forward to October 3rd and helping you out with the Ride for Refuge. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we're looking forward to hearing how well we did during the Ride for Refuge.
3: Thanks so much for having us, and we love it. We we encourage everyone to get out there and, and, you know, do an activity, and we couldn't
1: thank you enough for helping to support 360Kids. Such a great cause. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening.
0: Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.